Welcome back to the Richard Pyatt Show and our special series with Summit Point, the Behavioral Health Authority in Calhoun County, Michigan, where a number of things are underway to respond to the needs in Calhoun County as it relates to behavioral health. And boy, if you've been listening to any of these episodes, you know that's true because we've talked about so many different things that uh, are happening concurrently at Summit Point. And if you haven't listened to those episodes, all you have to do is scroll down in the show notes on this episode and you'll see the link to the rest of them and you'll get uh, a really good idea of all the work that's being done. Today, Megan and Nicole are here. We're talking about a Narcan distribution program. It's actually fueled by a grant that helps address the opioid overdose problem in Calhoun County. Welcome to you both. Thank you for having me. Boy, uh, I seem to remember from my days uh, covering news in Battle Creek and, and talking to folks about various challenges, this was one of them. Opioid overdose situations were significant in Calhoun County. It's been a few years since I looked into that. Is that still the case, Nicole? Yes, absolutely. We have a very serious opioid epidemic that's been happening, but it's it's increasing in its urgency to find solutions. We've been looking at the, the latest medical examiner data for our region, and it covers about 13 counties. And what we found is that Calhoun County has had increases year over year. So not only was it bad prior to the pandemic, the COVID-19 pandemic, but now it's even worse. Hmm. From uh, 2019 uh, to 2020, we've seen a 21% increase in uh, drug-related deaths in Calhoun County. Oh, my. And then uh, from 2020 to 2021, we've seen an additional 13% increase over the initial 21% increase. So the numbers are frightening when you look at it at scale as well. Boy, that is unbelievable. Yeah. So the pandemic, would you say had a hand in this. I'm putting two and two together on that. Tell me if I'm all right. right. I think that I think that we are drawing an assumption. We can't uh, draw a direct correlation, but we can see the trend and the trend over the time of the pandemic appears to be um, a substantial increase in our opioid uh, related uh, deaths. Uh, When it comes to mental health, Uh, I would have to defer to Megan. Yeah. uh, And I should mention, I got away without mentioning this, that uh, Nicole, you're in the in the habit of studying strategic development between that which is going on in the community and how Summit Point might be able to help and then pulling together partners and resources. And Megan is busy reaching out to the community to try and uh, underscore those efforts. So Right. Megan, as you you see the community reacting to these things, uh, you're probably seeing correlations in, in mental health. Sure. I think one of the things we saw as a result of the pandemic was service delivery interruption. So folks just weren't mm. getting um, services as maybe they previously were or you know, there was just stoppages or um, things looking different and, and folks just had difficulty accessing treatment and service during those times. And so, um, you know, Nicole's the data, she, she's driving the ship as to where we need to reach out. And that's really where our role comes in uh, here at Summit Point is to look at how do we target specific populations that we're seeing across our data that need additional supports. Um, and really going out in the community to meet them 
um, to give them the, the necessary resources ultimately to save lives. Part of the, the beauty of this grant is really being able to do a, a quite a bit of uh, community outreach with Narcan, um, and specifically it focuses on rural areas. So um, at times we know folks who can't access treatment or treatment facilities just really based on the location or their their access to transportation. And so being able to meet folks um, in their communities, give them appropriate resources is very exciting uh, that we're able to start to do some of this work. So let me just back up and and uh, make the connection here between opioid overdose and Narcan. Is this uh, the dramatic thing we see dramatized uh, and even in the news about a quick way to try and stop an overdose? Is this true? The Narcan part, I mean. Narcan is a life-saving drug for somebody who is in active overdose. Uh, So yeah, so being able to get uh, Narcan in the hands of family uh, or loved ones who may have an individual in their life who is using, uh, we know that that can be a lifesaver to them um, if they do happen to overdose. All right. So as you you look at these numbers, Nicole, and and think about how to address them, this grant has the potential to put a life-saving piece of equipment in somebody's hand. Is that fair to say? Absolutely. This is based on uh, an opioid education and Narcan distribution model. This model is used by the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. This grant has been funded by the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. The model that we're using is based in in evidence and success. So I think that uh, when when you're getting out in the community and you're trying to do things like um, reduce stigma so that you can get the life-saving medications that you need, when you're trying to make sure that uh, Narcan is available, not just on an ad hoc basis after you take a training, but available 24 hours a day whenever you need it, because the crisis doesn't stop from nine to five when somebody's there to give you these trainings in person or hand you um, Narcan when it's convenient for them. But it has to be able to meet the people where they are and be absolutely unrestricted and accessible. And so that is our attempt with this grant, with two other grants that we've also gotten Um, And we're really trying to be very innovative and progressive in our strategies here because lives are at stake. And that is the most frightening thing is that if we cannot get this Narcan out and available and reduce stigma around it, so we're able to talk about uh, bringing people into care and taking in referrals to some point, then we're, we're, if we can't reduce the stigma, then we're not doing our job. And that's where Megan's team comes in. And it's exciting because They're dreaming up really great new strategies to get out into our rural communities, which we've had a hard time increasing our penetration rates there. I think that Megan's team is going to do a really great job with this. Yeah. Megan, what would you say is the the number one challenge to reaching folks who need this? We face a number of challenges. One is, as Nicole alluded to, is just stigma. Um, part of it is awareness, knowing that this is available and 
easily accessible uh, with no cost associated with it. The jail team had the opportunity to come on and talk about their services. So folks um, being uh, released from jail are one of our highest populations of fatal overdoses. And so being able to, to get to them now while they're in jail to provide them with appropriate resources is is encouraging as well. So really trying to figure out, as Nicole alluded to already, strategically, how are we meeting folks where they are um, and and providing the necessary education and or folks who are surrounding individuals, so family, loved ones, um, friends, to get them also the information that they need in the instance that they could also provide them life-saving treatment. As you interact with the police department and law enforcement, trying to uh, sort that out as well? Almost all of our local law enforcement agencies have Narcan available and and provide Narcan on scene. Uh, Nicole also spoke of other grants that we have. What we know is that um, folks who receive Narcan out in the community oftentimes do not seek treatment afterwards. And if you think about who is administering them the Narcan, it's either EMS or law enforcement, right? So mm-hmm. being able to have treatment conversations with um, one to one of those two entities can be very um, scary potentially, right? For an individual who has just received Narcan. So our other grants have allowed us to introduce uh, follow-ups from our recovery coaches. We've heard from a few recovery coaches and you know the importance um, of their roles. And so again, Being able to do follow-up from a recovery coach we found is extremely helpful um, and has been very beneficial to reaching folks, not only to give them Narcan, but also just engage them in treatment services following an overdose. Boy, so a collaborative effort to be sure as, uh, as you try to sort this out. Of course, this grant is the Narcan part of it, right? And you get this grant, it's a certain amount of money. And then how long does that last you as it relates to trying to make this distribution program happen? We have a couple of other partners that uh, one has received this exact same grant, and that's the Substance Abuse Council. So we're working together on many of our goals. And uh, we've also brought in the Substance Abuse Prevention Services uh, because they really do a great job on the east side of the county over there. This grant isn't strictly a Narcan distribution grant. It's it's multifaceted in its methodology. So the idea is that we're increasing capacity to prevent prescription drug and opioid-related deaths. So that's really important. And so we try to promote trainings around uh, prescription drugs and preventing that prescribing. Through that, we would reduce the access to opioids through reduction in prescribing. So that's one really key aspect of this. Mm -hmm. The other piece is what we're talking about, which is the reducing harm to provide opioid uh, education and then the naloxone distribution. So this first year, it is a five-year grant. So it goes through 2026. It will, for the first year, focus on the naloxone distribution through marketing with Summit Point, but also through multiple goals with our other partners in the community in different ways. And then by year two, three, four, and five, we may see a shift in how we approach our work, depending on how successful we are in year one. So we also have to maintain when we're when we're trying to do something that we've never really done before in this way, we have to maintain flexibility so that we can pivot 
to a better solution should one materialize. One of these things that materialized with a, a grant that we got through the Council of Foundations of Southeast Michigan was the introduction of a Narcan vending machine in our community. Oh, my. Yes. And we're really excited about that. We were able to write an amendment to a grant and uh, the Substance Abuse Council was uh, the uh, grantee for those funds. And we're now uh, putting in the first vending machine in Calhoun County at the Battle Creek Shelter that is happening this week. So we're very excited about that. And these are the types of innovative strategies that we're trying to get to. When we're talking about access to naloxone 24 hours a day, we really seriously mean 24 hours a day. And the Battle Creek Shelter is open um, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Anyone at any time can go to the Battle Creek Shelter without stigma, without judgment, and get an naloxone kit absolutely for free. Hmm. This is incredible. And uh, one other question, I think I heard a nugget of this in what you said, Nicole, but it sounds like you have benchmarks you're trying to hit per year, and that helps uh, display how you're making use of these funds, right? Yes. So these goals and these benchmarks, they really provide the guardrails for how we move the work forward and we don't deviate from the mission. And we're really excited about this work because not only uh, does this grant allow us to be more progressive uh, and give us the funding to be innovative, but it also is very focused on uh, our collaborative partners and how we work together. Mm -hmm. Well, congratulations on all of this and uh, the structure and innovation that you've been working on and, and implementing. Sure would be nice to check in with you in a year or so and see how things have gone because, uh, boy, those numbers are staggering. So thank you. We wish you all the best in this effort. So Nicole and Megan with Summit Point working to fight the opioid overdose problem in Calhoun County. Thanks to you both. Thank you. Thank you.